Blog Talk Radio. America, you are enjoying um, wonderful fall weather, certainly here in the Pacific Northwest. It is just beautiful here this time of year, and so I'm feeling very energized by the beauty all around me, and today I have such a delightful guest that we've had on before and that I know you're all going to enjoy because David Bennett is back here with us in just a moment. I will be bringing him on the line and we are going to be talking about change and how to navigate through change and how to listen to spirit and we are just simply going to flow with this topic of change because I'll tell you it seems like many of us are going through changes right now there is something about the energy of the fall Um, it's a time when you know kids go back to school and there can be some really major changes in our lives at any time of year and David is what I would call a change agent in multiple ways not only is he inspiring the world with his wonderful story. Um, He is a near-death experience survivor, having gone through multiple life-threatening situations, um, and we have talked about those on previous shows. But he's also a teacher and a spiritual way-shower. His latest book is A Voice As Old As Time, contemplations for spiritual transformation and so not only has david gone through significant changes in his life he helps us all with our own transformations with our own transitions and he does so beautifully he is an inspiring presence on social media i encourage you to find him there on facebook and twitter and his website is dharmatalks.com. He's been on so many programs. Um, Very exciting. He was on Morgan Freeman's new show, um, The the Story of God. He's been on Dr. Well, we actually lost the main line. (laughs) I probably lost some of you. David, are you on the line? Yes, I'm still here. (laughs) Oh, good. I probably cut off at some point. That is why I have a backup. 
<laughs> yes, you did. Actually, I find that very appropriate for today. I don't know when I cut off. Um, I heard kind of a click on my line, and it seemed to be going through, but then I realized I got disconnected. So um, anyway, I'm glad that you are here, and I find that highly symbolic. <laughs> yeah, well, we have, have to. backup, too, just kind of like um, like spirit helps us when whenever we're going through any kind of a change. And so maybe that's a good place to start. I will I will start it there today, David, is how when we're going through anything in life that, that asks a lot of us, and life can be that way sometimes, how can we know that, that we have that support of spirit? Because you have experienced this firsthand in amazing ways. Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting, Susan. Um, you know, change is the nature of life. And, and a lot of times we get caught up in grasping and holding on to something, you know, like this is the way I want it to be forever and ever, you know. Um, but that's not the way life is, you know. And when we grasp and hold on to something, it's, the, it's not the natural way of nature. It's not the natural way of the world. Um, so, you know, I've, I've learned that by being mindful, being connected to myself understanding who I am and that this is where I am right here, right now in the world that, that, um, and that, that it's all subject to change. And, and the more that I grow, the more that I'm going to change, the more that my world around me is going to change with me. Um, I've learned that, um, not to covet, you know, uh, because a coveted nature distracts me and, and it knocks us off our, our, our paths, basically, because we do have a path we follow, but but it's always in motion. It's very fluid, you know, and that's the neat thing is, is to learn to be fluid, learn to go with the flow of, of where it is. And, and that way we're not so frustrated because when we try to hold things static, that's when we create our own suffering a lot of times. I think it was Wayne Dwyer used to say, you know, let go and let love. Um, and I like to add with gratitude and acceptance, you know, where because be grateful. This is where we are right here and at this moment and and allow the future to unfold in the way that it's going to. Okay. Susan. Okay. I thought I lost you. Okay. We're having all kinds of, you know, you're an engineer and so am I. And I'm watching them, the the switchboards doing interesting things today. It's like, okay, well, we'll just go with that. Well, I'm glad you can hear me. And um, yes, I heard everything that you said. And I, um, I just wanted to say, you're right. Change is such a natural part of life, isn't it? Because, um, you know, and, and we, we grow through change is the key. And if we can only, you know, one of the chapters of your book is acceptance, um, your mm. newest book. And it seems like if we could only learn to accept that we're here to change. Why did we come here as human beings? We're here to experience change. Yeah, in fact, acceptance is the first chapter of the book because I, I really yes, feel is. that I really feel that um, acceptance of who we are, of, of ourselves, and where we are in the world, 
is critical to growth. You know, we have yeah. to first we have to come to terms with who we are before we can affect change, before we can, you know, start down that path of transformation. You know, because at first we, we kind of feel naked and alone. You know, and, until yeah. we experience that connectedness of our own, our own being, of who we are, and seeing ourselves as part of everything. And when we do that, we see that because we're a part of everything, we're changing as everything else is changing. And, and our perspectives then are forever and ever um, uh, expanded. There's, there's this expandiveness once we learn to accept ourselves. Yeah, yes. It seems like... You know, that's really the key to everything, isn't it? Just living authentically. I mean, how how much better can we accept the things that are coming to us in our lives? Do you, you know, another chapter in your book and a lot of your work has to do with authenticity. And do you feel, David, that, you know, as we become more our authentic selves, you know, we begin to to really appreciate the changes in that it's helping us to become even more of who we are. Yeah, you know, um it it because of change, there's unlimited potential out there, you know. Yeah. And where we're we're living from that authenticness and we're flowing with, you know, the rhythm and, and we're 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 living within that um you know life's rhythm. Um we we begin to look at ourselves like, are, am I in an expansive phase right now, or am I in a reduction phase? You know, because we kind of yeah. swing back and forth. You know, like right now I need to expand where I am and where I'm going and that sort of thing. But there's other times we need to collect ourselves and regroup. You know, and things yeah. like that. I call that a reductive phase. And and yeah. so, you know, we need when we're living authentically, when we're living aware of and and accepting who we are, then we start to um, realize these cycles in our life. We start to see them a little more clearly because we're no longer allowing ourselves to get so caught up in the circumstances. We're kind of rising above it where we're in a more empowered state as a, as, as a bit of an observer. Not detached, though. We still have that compassion. We're still connected to life with compassion and joy and, and all of those and it it uh it allows us uh to see the imbalances you know we can identify our energy and our flow um and it allows us to see clearly but we and we can see what boundaries maybe we've built up you know because a lot of times we build up these boundaries and they then they don't allow us to change sometimes and um, and sometimes we, you know, they're just not within ourselves, but they're also in our, we build boundaries in our environment and things like that. And we need to look yeah. at them and, and say, you know, is this a healthy boundary? Is this helping me to thrive? And um, or is this boundary unnecessary? You know, and then we expand on the healthy and we release the unnecessary boundaries. And and it and that that kind of contributes to this living system that we are contributing to, that we're a part of. Um, and, and, and then, you know, being that observer, that connected observer to life, um, it doesn't trap us. It allows us to build up what needs to be built up. It allows us to, to um, you know, go with the rhythm and the flow that we're, we're meant to live. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, there's something you said early on in that stretch, David, that really struck me that's so important. When you talk about this regrouping, reductive phase, you know, so many times, David, we're just in a rush, aren't we? In fact, you know yeah. this very well. You know, the person that you were, we we, we haven't really told your story again on, on the, the show today, but, I mean, you were this, this um, you know, brash ship's captain kind of person or engineer anyway, and, and you know, where um, – and and I think even as we become spiritual beings, and, and we've all had these different lives. I have too. You know, I've been an engineer and different things. And, and, and you know, there's something too allowing the stillness, allowing us to, to, allowing ourselves to grow into whatever this next phase is, whatever this challenge may be, you know, just that regrouping is so important because we can breathe. Can't we, David? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and self care is important. It's critical. You know, we need to care for ourselves, and if we're aware of our you know rhythms um, and cycles, it's kind of like a hoop. You know, a hoop is never ending. It's like a circle. It's it, it goes around and around. But where are you on your hoop? You know, and right. and 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 then recognize that sometimes you're going to be looking inward on the loop. Okay, if you think of life as a hoop, um, you're going to be looking inward toward the center. Okay, and in that center, that's where your being, your authenticity is, but it's also where your family and your social structure lives. All of that is within the center of that hoop. But then sometimes when we're going around the hoop, we're looking outward. We're looking at the world in a whole. We're looking at how can we contribute? How can we be of service? You know, so. It's always a dance on the hoop, you know, where are we and what are, are am I on a, a phase where I need to look inward? Am I on a, a phase where I need to be more active in my community? Am I, you know, and, and participating and sharing something maybe that I've learned from when I was looking inward, you know, that sort of thing. Because it's always a give and take and we're always sharing and giving and then and then receiving, you know, and we need to honor that 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 phase of life, wherever we are, whether we're in expansive or reductive phase. Yes. Yes. You know, I think what comes through when I listen to what you're sharing here is, is just how multidimensional we really are. And, and, you know, there's that simple space of being, and yet, you know, so many of us, and I know a lot of listeners to this show, especially during the day, they may be active, in the spiritual community, they may be teachers. Um, some may be, you know, other guests to this show at times. And and there is that feeling of, you know, wanting to be of service and, and kind of placing ourselves in surrender to to wherever we are needed the most. It seems. And and that's accepting change when we do that. I mean, we're really trusting when we do that. Yeah, and and you know it's funny when we're when we're being of service too. Then we we find more community, you know. Yeah. We, we find yeah. more. We don't feel so alone. Um, yeah. When you know because we're, we live in this false um, uh, illusion of being separate individuals when we're really not. We're so interconnected. Right. It's 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 not funny, but we tend to believe. Well, I'm this independent individual that is trying to forge my way through life you know and 
and instead of but when we when we start to be of service to others that's when yeah. we find that um you know we are connected we are and 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 you kind of break down that need to forge your way through because you can stop a minute and just give a helping hand to somebody that's that's next to you, you know um yeah. Because, and that's where, you know, that helps to cultivate that peace within yourself as well. When you're not so busy allowing the ego to drive the train, you know, uh-huh. then then you kind of start to cultivate a more peaceful being within. And, and yeah. you're cultivating a loving heart, and that's part of that being of service. You know, and you want to you walk a path of peace and love. And in that way, you know, you're one step closer to creating your own world, that own your own environment of peace. Um, yeah. You know, just like Gandhi used to say, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Well, he's talking about, you know, if you live in and maintain that peace within yourself, then your environment's going to become more peaceful. You're going to start to foster peace in your community efforts and in your workplace and in you know it's it's it because there's something about being at peace that when other people come into your sphere of influence they're going to feel that peace and it's going to bring them into a more peaceful state as well and you're going to find that that's when you can achieve more that's when you're going to be able to resolve problems easier things like that yeah Yes, you know, it's funny, I was thinking, and maybe this was part of my intro that that got cut off, is um, it's amazing, David, the simple ways that you help draw us into your peace. And, you know, I, I really have to say a, a sincere thank you for that because of the way you share um, on your Dharma Talks page and, and just as, uh, your, just the different ways that, that you share because it's really helping us. I mean, I feel it helping me um, because sometimes we are all helping each other, I feel. You know, just because we're working in the spiritual community, we're still human beings, you know. And, and, and I guess a question that I've always wanted to ask you is you've had huge challenges. I mean, you went through, first you had this near-death experience years ago, and then, you know, you went through the thing with um, a really challenging situation with lung and bone cancer and some, some physical challenges. And I guess my question to you is, in the midst of being human, since we've chosen this human experience, how do you deal with that resistance we sometimes feel? You know, we get that that resistance of, you know, the, the why. It's like, you know, what now? You know, why this today? You know, as human beings, we're always going to do that to, to a certain degree. And and how do you, David, work with that, you know, even in the midst of you being human too? I mean, I'm sure, you know, we all have our our moments where we're resisting a bit. Yes, yeah, Susan, you're so right. Um, you know, we <laughs> we do. And we all we we all gonna have stuff that that comes into our path, some sort of obstacle, some sort of challenge, you know, and we all have it. Everybody has them, and and yep. I don't I don't even believe one person more than another. I think we we all face <laughs> these challenges, yeah. but I really really think that um, how 
you know, I, I, I'm, I count myself very fortunate that I've had a number of spiritual experiences that have one, and each one is built upon the other that has helped me to develop this, this way of being where I accept, you know, we go right back to acceptance against uh, what's happening and accept it for, because that, because when we, um, Oh, you know, when we rant or rave or do we're we're not really doing any service. We're not placing any service anywhere. We're just um we're just expelling a lot of energy that that um isn't really helpful to us. In fact, a lot of times when we're when we're in that state of anger or angst, we're actually hurting ourselves. Our immune system yeah. becomes diminished and how can we how can we fight or I don't like to use those terms, fight uh, disease or anything. I, I think it's just yeah. a challenge or an obstacle that needs to be overcome. So I, I try not to use that terminology. But um, uh, how do we face this challenge? How do we overcome this obstacle? Well, by being in anger and 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 that, those, some of those non-productive emotions, it it takes us. I mean, we could still, we're still going to be fearful. We're still going to be, you know, doubtful. We're still going to, but those are not emotions that carry us away so much. They are, those are a little healthier in that, you know, they help us to look at those boundaries like we were talking before. You know, what's healthy for me? What's going to help me thrive? What's not going to help me thrive? Um, and so, you know, when I'm, if I'm, you know, it's good to have a little bit of fear. It's good to have a little bit of doubt, you know. So that we look at things deeply because that's what's important is to look at it deeply. So where am I? Okay, this is a challenge. Like I had stage four lung and bone cancer. Um, it's, it, it was a severe challenge. You know, what, where, what does spirit want me to do? Where am I in this? You know, Because um, yeah. when I faced that, I had a couple of choices. I thought, wow, I could go home. I could go back to the yeah. light. I could... Yippee, yippee, yeah, you know yippee, what you know, yes. you know, and <laughs> yes. so, but, but then also I knew that, you know, spirit had, um, had this challenge, um, planned for me and that, that, you know, so, so what can I do to help facilitate, you know, overcoming this obstacle and, and then, then developing more of where I need to go in the future, you know, that sort of thing. So I started living my future, actually, that moment. Uh I started living. I normally don't do this. I normally don't plan 10 years out. But it was one of the things that I chose to do at at that time in my life. I've let go of that again. But um, at that time, I needed to plan, to to visualize. Part of the path of of becoming healthy for me was to visualize my future. And, and and seeing myself beyond the cancer and, and seeing that obstacle as being gone, diminishing it. And so um but what I did but I had but you have to come to acceptance of it first, you know, and you have to come to be and you gotta be tolerant with yourself that you're gonna be fearful, there's gonna be times of fear, there's gonna be times of pain and there's gonna be times of suffering. You know, we live a physical life, and that's a part of being yeah. a physical life. And so you have to be accepting, of, uh, tolerant of that, and and then um, and then go back to being that authentic person and keeping main, trying to maintain your peace, so that you have that clear vision to find the solutions that were meant for you. Because every, what I did 
to overcome my cancer may not be what's necessary for somebody else, you know. So I don't like yeah. to prescribe, you know, oh, you've got to do this or you've got to do that. That's, that's not right. the way it works. We're all individuals and we all have that inner knowing. And so we have to tap into that inner guidance and, and allow it to, you know, project us forward and, and to move forward with purpose and with gratitude and with, you know, all of the base elements that we need to thrive in life. So peace, gratitude, acceptance, compassion, all of those things. And bring, them, bring it all to bear to face, you know, whatever challenges that we have or, or whatever suffering that we may be going through. Yeah. Oh, wow, David. You know, you just beautifully described, I feel, a kind of um, realistic view of co-creation. That's what I feel you just, and you included everything in it with, you know, gratitude and acceptance, everything, because you, and this is so often, I feel, not understood really well, because there can be these questions, and I'm sure I'm asking a question that many people ask, and all of us have asked this. It's like, you know, why this this feeling of um, sometimes things don't go the way you expect. And one of the things that you're doing here is explaining how the the universe or spirit is helping us place where we are going to thrive. And we participate with it. It's, you know, that's what you just explained, how how we respond to these challenges is very important, and yet you still use that visualization process where you saw yourself as healthy. And what I feel the most in your response is just this beautiful sense of trust is that, yes, you know, we're all human. I'm human. David Bennett is human, of course. Why is David Bennett on the earth to to be human? And, And you know this through your journey most of all and all of us. And yet, you know, what, is happening to me so that I can thrive and serve and, you know, be and grow in the way the universe needs me to be. And and I feel that, um, that that's what you're sharing with us, and it's really important to understand um, what you just said because sometimes things don't go exactly as you expect, but we are guided to a path that will help us to thrive and to serve. Yeah, you you really you're so true about the co-creation, and you said something about trust. I mean, I that I didn't mention um, because uh-huh. it's so I, I I just it's so a part of of the way I am now that I trust yeah. in the universe. Um, yeah. But what I do is I try to focus on what's really important and trust mm-hmm. that the universe is going to let the rest of it go through its changes in the way that it needs to. You know, yeah. and once I attain that focus of what's really important for me, it's like I this uh, window appears, you know, letting in the light and illuminating my nature, and and, and it's yeah. beautiful. It's the it's a beautiful yeah. place to be when you've achieved that sense of focus. And and another thing is to treasure life to the utmost. Yeah. You know, and and. And not let ourselves get so attached to the materialistic aspects, um, and and that you know because that's that's how we allow ourselves to go through the changes and allow life to develop. Because life has this flavor of curiosity, 
of like, and you know, and you develop this this sense. It's like our taste buds, you know. Develop develop your taste buds for curiosity. You know, what's next? Because that curiosity is it's, it's part of our creative nature. When we're curious, we're tapping into our creative self. And when we're looking for what's next, you know, it helps us all the time in supporting each other and flowing with each other because we're being curious. We're, we're looking for opportunity. We're looking for that potential that the universe is always laying out before us. And so curiosity is part of that co-creative process like you were talking about. Um, and it, it helps us, you know, comes coming into union with, um, you know, with the universe. But first we have to look within because within each of us there's this empty room that's filled with light. And reaching it requires emptying our cognitive faculties so that we're looking into that chamber of light. And then we realize that that's our heart center. That's the central innermost part of our vital essence. You know, that that light is harmonized with love. It's full of joy, and it's mingling with all of creation. It's a part of all creation. It's, it's interconnected with all of it. You know, and especially now in this time of change, you know, we're called to dwell in that chamber now and then so that we can see clearly because it helps us to, it, it emboldens us to be more. It emboldens yeah. it, it, and to foster that curiosity and to move forward with others, you know. Yes, yes. You know, David, I think so many of us, and, and I will honestly share it with the audience, I'm going through a period of significant change. And what I'm noticing, um, life becomes even more like music. It's like it, it blows, and there's that. I love what you just said about curiosity because it seems that change fosters creation. I mean, it fosters um, creating what's next. It's just like that huge potential of, of, you know, universe. What are we going to co-create next? And you have a choice, I mean, as to how your life is going to flow. And, and But also there's that higher guidance and that higher path. You know, it's both. And and I feel like we're really exploring this co-creative process, which is something I'd like to do more in this new – I consider this the new year of shows, especially once we hit the fall season, it feels that way. And I think there are some very deep lessons about co-creation that we all can understand. And what you captured with curiosity, that is the – it's like the catalyst. I mean, curiosity is a catalyst for – for what's next? What what can we create? I mean, we're creators. Yeah, it's it, it is, and it's exciting. It is, yes. you know. Yes. And yes. It, even when we're forced, like when we're like, okay, you're yes. going through a a, mm -hmm. a time and change. And an interesting ha thing happens when we suddenly are in, like, we shift gears and we suddenly realize, wow, I'm in a a major change part of my life when I'm in a major yeah. you know movement or movement there's this clarity that comes uh -huh. that um that allows us um to go to look deeper you know yeah. um than just 
what's physically around us. And so that's when curiosity has its power, you know, because curiosity really taps into um, that creative voice, you know. It, it allows us to um, – to uh, there, because there's a current that runs deeper than our physical being. You know, It, it carries us onward into the unknown, yeah. and it, it's only when we oppose this uh, new path um, that, you know, that, that suddenly you know, things get hard. You know, <laughs> they don't flow the way they're exactly. supposed to. It just seems like yeah. it just keeps getting worse. You know, yeah. instead, it's when we, um, when when we understand this current and the, and and we and we allow it to carry us onward into that unknown, that um, you know, the persistent universe will start to show us its in, its intelligence. It'll show us the intelligence of this flow, and and. And we'll we'll and when we allow ourselves to concede to it, you know, that's when we start to move with oneness. That's when we're moving with the universe. And and like you were saying, with water, it's like drifting on water, you know, and you slowly are carried and if there's a breeze and a and a current, they're gonna push us in a certain direction. Yeah. It's also like you were saying, like music. It's the sound mm-hmm. of uh you know, the sound of, of I like to you know have you ever sit by a stream and hear the music? Oh, all of the, the time. Water? I love that. Yes. You know, you hear there's a music, there's a melody in the water yeah. as it flows over the rocks and alongside the pier or whatever, you know, or or the waves. I live in Virginia Beach and so we have these uh-huh. just these great beaches. We have some incredible beaches where you can just sit there and listen to the earth and um and listen to these rhythms. And you know, and you begin to realize these rhythms are never ending. There's constant movement, and that equates to constant change. You know, I mean, the earth is constantly evolving. The canyons are getting deeper. The mountains are, mountains are getting higher. And, and we have to understand that when we wander through life with ease, allowing ourselves to go with that flow, that there's no experience that's excluded or rejected in our being you know continual change is necessary to for us to live in that flow you know it's it's just uh you know it's 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 being a part of that melody it's being a part of that rhythm um you know sometimes sometimes the waves crash or sometimes the symphony is loud and sometimes it's soft you know and and so be soft when it needs to be soft. Be hard when it needs to be hard. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with either of those. You know, I mean, some of some of the greatest strength that was it um, in um, the uh, one of the one of the Zen masters used to teach how softness is real strength. That being soft can be your your greatest strength. Um, you know, and and allow yourself to be what's needed for that moment that you're in right now. Yes, yes. Uh, So many things I can relate to here, Tom. One of the things I feel, you know, just from my personal experience recently is, you know, it seems like, David, um, you know, fear. I, I 
did a whole show about fear here, and I've been doing it for almost six years now. We're nearing the six-year anniversary. And right, I well, we're on the in... frontier beyond fear, yeah, right? right. So. And, and, you know, when I first started, it was so much, you know, get beyond fear, get beyond fear. But you know what? Be um, consumed by fear because that will not create a good outcome for us. However, what I'm observing recently, as I, as I feel I'm walking down this spiritual path and I'm hand in hand with all these wonderful way showers who are sharing all this wisdom. And, you know, I, I learn from all of you as much as the listeners, absolutely, all the time. And, and that's why I love this path. But see, here's the point, is that um, there's been some, um, you know, kind of dead-end little paths that I've gone down recently where it, it didn't really go and it was then it's sort of like now wait a second Susan why why would you go down that path well because you know you're afraid because you know what if this or what if that it's like what does your heart say what does your heart say you wrote a book voyage of purpose what is your purpose what is it and you know for a time I even put my show a little on hold because I was processing all of this and I'm getting ready to move and all this stuff and but then I started scheduling shows again. I'm like, I'm scheduling shows. I'm scheduling. I've got all these wonderful guests, including you, you know. And, and there's the energy. It's just like awesome. And and it's like, see, there's your heart. There's your heart. Keep going. Keep going. And then other things start falling into place. You know, um, it's all, it's like beautiful. And how you're you're co-creating, you know, what is it that you really want to see? Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? How do you want to serve? You can do it. And I feel spirit. And so, um, but what's interesting is when I've gone down the path of, oh, gosh, you know, i got to do this or else or whatever, it gets blocked. You know, the hard way, you know, when you're really on the path of spirit, there can be things that are blocked. And then there's the question of, is that really what you need to be doing or really what you want in your heart? And it's like, no, I really didn't want to do that. Well, then good, it's blocked. (laughs) It's just kind of funny how that works. And it is like water. Being in nature, when you talk about being by a stream, I, I feel that's helped me tremendously and and I'm sure you know that that helps you I mean how much does it help you David to stand by that beautiful ocean and I'm near the ocean too and and went to the ocean recently and and just you know feel that unity with nature oh I love it it's 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 amazing um uh-huh we just uh we we it's it's where we get to realize it's it's part of nature is one of those neat little things that helps us helps kick start us or kick us sometimes in the behind to to realize that there's more to life than just ourselves you know we're yeah. a part of something bigger we're a part of something that is so much more and you know it's kind of interesting you know we're talking about change today and and if we if we live in a state of constant change, then our opportunities for joy must be uncountable. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, you know, and that's kind of, you see the way the earth is constantly in motion. Well, it's, it's this, there's this joy that's available to us that's beyond measure. It's beyond measure. Yeah. And, yeah. and we can find joy at the beginning and at the end of things. 
So like you said, you know, you started the show and you were talking about getting beyond fear, but then here you are full circle. Uh, you know, you've, you've worked on all these beautiful things in life. You've shared with so many, you know, hundreds of people through the years of show, and yet you still find yourself, oh, that was motivated by fear. You know, you, you just came to the end of, of things, you know, and you could kind of find joy in that. Look, look at that. It still comes around. It's like that onion that needs to be peeled. It's more and more layers are going to, you know, show themselves and, and, and find delight in that, you know, in every moment, um, you know, that, that, that was more growth. There's more growth and that, you know, it, we always, can know freedom we always can know more joy you know because with yeah. freedom because every time you recognize oh that was motivated by fear that's a new freedom you've just attained because yeah. when you realize something oh i'm free of it now because i realize what it was it doesn't control me anymore you know that is so neat and so then you find joy in in the fact that oh okay i'm past that you know and and so we come back to joy again and we come back to you know what's next yes yes absolutely and as you say that the switchboard's doing something a little unusual so um Black Talk Radio has had a few little issues the last 24 hours so i'm just reacting while I, it's like it's like my life it's like you know different different things like i'm going to respond in a good way so so um as I speak, I'm going to be um, doing an engineering thing at the same time. Um, okay. But what I want to say, and actually I'm going to let you speak in a second again while I do this, but the thing is, is, um, you know, it's not so much, of course I know that I want to continue the show. I mean, and, and this show, I mean, they, they keep improving the statistics, by the way. Blog Talk Radio is one of the best most accurate they're they're being very accurate and they're getting rid of like bots and all these things you know and and different things and you know this show has had over 200,000 listeners and so it's like this show is continuing I mean not in every show but um, you know it certainly continues but it's more how do I structure my life without making compromises um, in the sense of really following my heart and you know, something you said about materialism, we don't need a lot of things. I'm not saying that we can't be in a space of abundance. Of course we can, but we need to really uh-huh. decide what's important to us. And for me, through this passageway, for me, it's being free, being free to mm-hmm. create, being free to write, you know, in addition to this show, you know, write, get my book out because that's been a while. It's taken a while. And, and you know, being free to create. And so, um, and many of us are probably feeling that. And, you know, we have to ask ourselves, what choices are we making? You know, are we making a choice um, based in the old ways of thinking? Or, and amazing solutions appear. In my case, it's just amazing how it's unfolding, you know, ways that I can continue to be even more free and to be able to create even more with this show and with other things. So, and thank you for those compliments, by the way, that, that was, I really appreciate <laughs> that affirmation. So as you respond, I want you, let's see, I'll give you a topic and then I'm going to be doing an engineering thing to keep this show. Um, just the even flow is, right. um, um, I'd like you to explore the notion of guidance 
more. Because you talk about that in a voice as old as time. And, you know, just more how you listen to guidance on the path in the midst of change or just every day, um, how okay. you're, you listen to guidance. And while you're doing that, I'm going to, you might hear a couple of tones as I'm reconnecting another line, um, but please do respond to sure. that. Well, I just, uh, I, I want to take a step back because you were talking about, you know, freedom and, and, a lot of times we give up our freedom when we fall into old habits um, that, you know, we, because then the habit kind of locks, locks us into place and we no longer have the freedom that we, we really want and we really look for. But we, the old habits feel comfortable and we grasp them firmly, you know, and, and that rigid is unyielding, which is then creating, you know, boundaries that aren't healthy for us. And, and so meanwhile, um, there's a revolution of change that's knocking on our door, um, you know, and we need to bend with the movement and with the flow like we were talking before, because life is taking us to transform into something better. And the way I recognize that, now to come back to your, your, your topic, is to... Um, to follow my guidance, you know, um, in order to connect with my guidance, I, I had to realize that, you know, we all look at things differently. Um, our minds um, automatically want to attach, uh, you know, qualities like good and bad and useful and useless and, and things like that. And that keeps us connected to the world and to the kind of the realm of circumstances. And I find that there's a better place of, uh, uh, you know, of standing in the middle um, of right and wrong. In other words, I don't try to classify things as useful or useless or good or bad or anything like that. I try to stand in the middle. And it's kind of a place of, of, of non-judgment. And when we're living in a place of non-judgment, um, that's when we can affect change, and it also brings that sense of peace again. So now, once we're, we achieve a sense of peace, that's when we can hear our guidance a little clearer, because we don't have the rumblings, we don't have all the, the judgments going on of, of this and that and the other thing, and, and which then, you know, it, it all cascades together when we start, the minute we start into judgment, we kind of allow ourselves to get carried away with circumstances. So if we can move up, step up above the circumstances by, like I, like I said, stand in the middle of right and wrong. In other words, don't, don't judge it. Just stand in the middle of it. Okay, it is what it is. Whatever the circumstance is, it is what it is. And so... Yeah. That allows me to then not be carried away by circumstances, and it gives me the clarity that I need to be able to hear my guidance. And guidance for most people is very, very subtle. It's kind of like a nudge to go to the right or a nudge to go to the left, you know, and it's just a little, a feeling, um, it's a sense, it's um, a whisper a lot of times. It's very light, you know, but, but then when you start to, follow it you know but the neat thing is um i learned early on I, I i used to do a lot of creative stuff because i really feel that creativity is the voice of spirit speaking to us yeah 
And um, I think we've talked about this in the past. And I used to actually be do a lot of like silversmithing and stuff like that because that really allowed me to bring my creative juices to bear. And when I was doing that, I would get these insights. And so I would pay attention to where did I feel these insights? You know, um, do I feel I, like me when I feel my insights, I, I kind of feel them in my heart. But I know other people that are healers, you know, they might feel them in their hands. Some people feel it at the crown of their head. But where do you feel this inspiration? Where do you feel insights? Where where does this come from? Because it's never, ever judgmental. It's always very matter of fact because it doesn't have the judgment attached to it it's standing right in the middle of right and wrong so it doesn't it doesn't have it accepts where it is and it just is matter of fact about it so that's how i learned to discern when i was spirit kind of communicating guiding that inner guidance that that soft still voice that's that part of that inner guidance that is directing me now, I've been doing this for a long time, so spirit's not as subtle as it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> subtle so, Spirit is not subtle with me. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I, I hear my guidance is very loud, very clear. It usually gives me a lot of heads up in advance as to where I need to go and what I need to do. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. And, and, that's, and, I, and I enjoy that. I enjoy that now. At first, it used to drive me nuts because I was an engineer and I didn't quite understand how all that worked. But but I've come accustomed to it over the years, and and I and I now try to flow with that inner knowing, and um, because you know we're in an exceptional moment. Every moment is an exceptional moment, and so I try to sow positive seeds of empowerment and awakening in every moment in my life, whether it's whether it's for my own benefit or whether I'm sharing it online, you know, with my Facebook or Twitter or on the website or or in a talk or wherever I may be. Um, and as I'm doing that, I'm changing myself, and uh, yeah. you know, and and I'm trying to be the being that's living with my own purpose-filled life. I'm trying to keep yeah. moving forward without fear and and because then I know the outcomes are going to be brimming with courage and light and love and compassion, yeah. you know. So I I keep trying to move forward as much as I can and listen to that inner voice, that still still voice that's within each of us, you know. And I realize that every moment is a blank page for us to be a scribe. In other words, every moment, you know, you can take a breath because this moment is like a new book, you know, and just just take in a deep breath and just ah, enjoy the freshness of a new beginning because this moment is fresh and new. And that's where we can create a positive change within ourselves to move past an obstacle. And we just let it dawn within us. That's part of that guidance, too, is just allowing it to dawn. Um, It lets us to author that peace and understanding, you know, peace and and happiness. And, And that way we can reach out a hand. You know, to others that are on the path beside us, there's always people that are crossing our paths that are in the, you know, running 
the path right alongside us and and we can you know you know lend a hand and 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 or maybe we just raise our light a little bit we become that shining beacon you know and yeah. and and be there to greet a new sunrise that's coming toward us you know because blessings are always there there's always a blessing available and that's the way I want to live my life is knowing that my life is blessed and that I'm going to be moving through it. Yes. Yes. And you know, what I appreciate about people like you, David, is that, and I feel this way too. It's like, it, even if you're, you're holding your hand out to one soul, you know, to, to help in whatever way, I always feel that way about this show is you know anything we do if if it can just help in in some way because and we're being helped i know so many times um i have personally felt it um and, and you know when you talk about how spirit communicates and guides it's true it can get i have had um what one would call spiritually transport transformative experience i had a pretty dramatic awakening but not an nde although during the course of it, I thought I had died. Um, so, you know, I went through my own kind of transformation many years ago, and it seems like those things change you forever and that the guidance is not as subtle anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's not. There's a lot and of folks. It's incredible. Out. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. so many people out there that have had transformative experiences that have mm-hmm. have just changed the way they live their life. In fact, we're kind of excited here in Virginia Beach. We're going to have a an in October, I think it's October 13th and the 16th, it's called NDE R&R, but it's uh-huh. really for anybody who's had a spiritually transformative experience. You ought to come out. You'd have a blast. That sounds you're gonna awesome. Be, yeah, it's on the beach. We've got, we've got a, a hotel on the beach. We've got a dynamite rate for people to be able to come, and we're, gonna, and we're reserving a room so that we'll have a place to come and discuss and be with other like-minded people. Because a lot of times that's where we really start to to be able to bounce things off of other people and to share. You know, that's that's really helpful. Yeah. It's really powerful for for especially when you're trying to integrate your own experiences and things like that, your own challenges, things like that. Um, yeah. So you know, we're we're providing a place right right on the beach in Virginia Beach that. Um, and and it's really easy if anybody's interested, if anybody's listening and they're interested, it's it's October thirteenth through the sixteenth. And if you go to the website N D E R and R and is spelled out, so it's N D E R and R dot com, you can um you can, you know, register for the for the gathering and, and um and, and see the see see what we're what we're offering. It's it's gonna be fun. It's 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 and there's some folks are bringing their whole families, you know, because it's an uh-huh. opportunity um, to, you know, to come be at the beach and 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 relax. But then there's also some time where the experiencers and I and I just say experiencers, not just yeah. death experiencers, but people that have had yeah. experiences like what you've had, you know, yeah. can um, just come and share. We need to be mentors to each other. You know, and this is yeah. uh, this is something that the people that are organizing this feel really strongly that, uh, you know, we need to be mentors for each other and we need to help each other. And this is kind of like we were just talking a minute ago about the lending a helping hand to somebody who's walking a parallel path, you know. Um, yeah. 
be yeah. there, be there for somebody, you know. And it's amazing at these types of gatherings because I've been to a number of them because I also help facilitate a retreat in St. Louis in the springtime. And um, and these, these uh, gatherings really do create a new sense of family and friendship that are just lasting. I, I get to see all these people that be, you know, get all these new friends that get who they are, you know, and uh-huh. um, because a lot of times that's hard to find in life, you know, to find someone who really gets who you are, yeah. you know, yeah. is, is going down yeah. that same road, you know. Yeah. Well, I know just, and this is for listeners who are out there, maybe in the same boat as I am, what I know about such things, and I know you've taught this, and I've had other people on the show who've talked about this, and I learn myself, is it's a process, and it has been for me. I mean, this really happened to me um, in 2003. I mean, it's a long time ago, but it does, it feels, getting to the point where you can really start to share about it is a process and yes it can take that long i mean i've had um fellow um well i actually met both of you i met you and Catherine lucas at the same time at that um, <laughs> conscious yeah. life expo in la i went to both of your right. talks um years ago um, wow, because Finhorn Press had a booth just near mine by coincidence, you know, all that. Yeah. And so yeah, we're no having a blast at the show. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, anyway, and of course she's an expert in this, and she's a friend of mine too. And I've I've spent mm-hmm. time exploring, you know, this, and and over I I know that part of this is, you know, those of us, you know, here I was an engineer and all, and this happened, you know, and and so many of us were changed. This show would never exist. I would not be this person if not for what happened, just like you, David. And, you know, we're getting really close to the end of the live show. And today I want to try to wrap it up on time since the switchboard's been a little unpredictable sometimes. And so I guess I just wanted to say to you, David, first of all, I could talk to you for two more hours, I have no doubt. (laughs) And and a thank you. And I'm so happy you were able to share about this coming up, this event. Um, And could you please um, also tell people where best to find you here at the the end of our live show? Yes. Um, the best place, the portal to find everything that's going on um, is dharmatalks.com. Um, that's the best place to find everything. Um, I have links to my Facebook and Twitter and Google Plus and all all of those social media sites are are there's links on the top of the page for all of that. But um, you know, um, I, to wrap this show up, I think we we live in a garden, and 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 in order to for us to grow, we have to prepare the soil, and we have to plant the seeds because. And what comes later is, is you know, we're, we'll get to harvest. And, not, and you have to recognize that not all the seeds are going to grow, but you have to, you have to give them what they need to thrive. And that's what we need to do for each other is give what we need yeah. to thrive. And, and, and then we can understand ourselves and we can touch the love that we need because love is really the, the underlying thing real that's the fertilizer we all need you know to help us to thrive in life 
Yes, oh, a beautiful message, and, and thank you so much. And let me tell the live listeners who are leaving us, thank you for being here. Um, go to FrontierBeyondFear.com where you'll find the next episode. I'll say it real quick. Another Finhorn Press author, Sonia Grace, is coming on next week, September 20th, 6 p.m. Pacific, because it's time for Fall Equinox. And she's got a new book coming out, too, so we're going to talk about that. Um, and it seems like we're still on the air in the podcast, so that's good. We can totally wrap up here. Um, and, and let me tell those of you who have been listening in the podcast, because those are the people who are still here with us, thank you, and we feel you across time. I always want to tell them that because the energy is present. Mm. I don't care when you're listening to this show. I could be, both David and I could be long gone. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have some archive out there where people are listening? I would That would touch my heart. But wherever you're listening, you're with us right now, and thank you. And and thank you, David, for being so present. You are present for all of us, all the time, and you do hold our hand. I tell you what, David, let me just personally say, your updates to your Facebook page, and audience, listen to this. Go look for David's Facebook page and on Twitter, because they are so inspiring. I can't help but share many of them. And, you know, it's just really beautiful what you're sharing through spirit and through your heart and and you really are assisting us every day and I feel so blessed to know you and to be able to talk with you because you are a beautiful soul David Bennett thank you thank you for being here thank you Susan and you know you are a gift and this show is benefiting so many people um I know I've had people that have told me that they've listened to you on this show. So um, thank you so much for what you do and, and providing this venue where we can we can speak to the world. Oh, well, thank you so much, and, and I appreciate that. So um, I hope you have um, a wonderful, I guess you'll be getting towards evening here now where, where you are. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I just can't say enough, but it's just, I'm just overflowing with gratitude and, um, I just so appreciate this path that we're all on and, um, and your wife, Cindy as well. I'd like that we were talking before the show. I'm going to have her on again soon. Sounds like she's developing some new books. I mean, the creativity oh, around yeah. both of you. And, and she's teaching at ARE, and oh my goodness, beautiful oh, yeah. things she, happening. <laughs> she is so active. Yeah, yeah. I took a year uh-huh. off, uh-huh. um, just just to allow myself to settle. You know, we were talking earlier in the show where you know you, sometimes you're looking outward, sometimes you're looking inward. Well, I took a year off just to just to be here, um, you know, and to reestablish my life here, and um, because I, I want that sense of having a sanctuary to come back to you know when i'm when i'm on the road or when i'm talking or doing doing all the engagements that i do in the course of a year and so the minute that i told spirit okay i guess i'm ready to go i got like five different invites to come speak and go places and stuff so my my future is looking very busy right now so i'm so happy we were able to fit this show in because uh oh i am too (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I'm very grateful, and it's a wonderful way to be launching this fall season. As I, I have these, you know, you're just a, a, a wonderful guest to have on, and I just love the way our shows flow. And because that's how you are, I mean, you just are such mm-hmm. a free flowing. 
spirit and and love is just all around you. I mean, we just feel that. I'm sure the listeners feel the energy um, of that that just free flow of love because that's really what we are and and what you share, David. So so thanks again so much for being here, and I look forward to the next time always. Okay. All right. Well, take care then. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, listeners, um, once again, FrontierBeyondFear.com is the place to go to see what's coming up and to look at the archive. There have been several shows with David. I invite you to click on the archive button. It's very easy to just type in David Bennett, and you'll see all the shows that he's been on. And then you can also listen to his wonderful story because David has an amazing near-death experience story that we have gone into in previous shows. So if this is your first exposure to David, I invite that. And one more thing I almost forgot to mention, if you're listening right now around the time of September 12, 2016, which I keep reminding myself to say the actual date on these shows um, in the audio, um, there is actually an Amazon book sale going on on A Voice as Old as Time. In fact, it's when I got into here, I, I saw it was still going on on the paperback version. So um, you might want to check it out because there's a lot of guidance there, and there's also a show in the archive where we talked about that book in detail. But truthfully, a lot of the wisdom from it did flow into today's show as well because it's the wisdom that comes through David's heart. So thanks again, everyone. I look forward to seeing you. I still think there will be another show in between, but you never know. Look for those spontaneous episodes. Right now, the next show on the schedule will be a show in between. We'll see. But the next show on the schedule is Tuesday, September 20th, 2016 with Sonia Grace, and we will talk about the upcoming Fall Equinox and her new Spirit Traveler book, which sounds very interesting because she's been traveling all over um, into these sacred spaces. Another really cool Facebook page is Sonia Grace's because she talks about the places she's visiting, and she's got a new book. So we're just surrounded by creativity right now. It's wonderful. So take care, everyone. I look forward to seeing you next time. Be in peace. <laughs> Thank you.